Welcome to the Sisterhood Spotlight, a video podcast show that celebrates and shines the light on women who have overcome obstacles, tragedies, challenges, and have triumphed and succeeded. You will hear the stories of amazing women who are entrepreneurs, community leaders, corporate professionals, and so many more. These women will inspire, motivate, and encourage you by sharing their tools, knowledge, tips, and support that you need to be empowered to succeed. I am the Mindset and Empowerment Coach and your host, Pat Gillum. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sisterhood Spotlight. I am your host, Pat Gillum, and today I am shining the light on my sister girlfriend, Lene Javet. Lene is here, and welcome to Sisterhood Spotlight. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I feel like a celebrity sitting down talking with you. Oh, oh my goodness, you are a celebrity, and they're going to find out how much so today. I am so excited, you guys. Let me tell you, my heart was just overjoyed when I knew that Renee was going to be my special guest today. Remember, Sisterhood Spotlight is all about shining the light on women who are not only doing some great things in their lives, but they're also inspiring other people to do great things personally and professionally and also supporting their community. And so today, Lene is going to share with you a little bit about how she got started, what does she do today, and how is it that she gets to share her genius with the rest of the world. So Lene, with that being said, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you got started. Well, first of all, again, I just want to thank you for having me here and the Sisterhood family because I love you. I love this movement and I love um, all, all of what you represent, what you stand for and being extravagant. I love all of that. So um, I've known you for many, many years and I know you know what I do. But for those of you that do not know me, this may be your first time coming into contact with me. I am a high performance strategist and I use basically strategies to help entrepreneurs, small business owners and executives uh, level up in their life. Now, what is a strategist? A lot of people ask me um, because most people are like I, I make good plans. And, and if you have a good plan, that's great. But a plan is different from a strategy. And so what I help people do is to really get clear and streamline what it is that uh, they want to accomplish in their life, right? You have a thought, you have an idea, you have a dream, a book, a business, a, a new career you want to have, and you're not really sure how to do it. And so while you may make a plan, what I do as a strategist is I come through and I give you executable actions and steps that you can take to actually achieve it. And that's how I help people write books, start businesses, take trips, get married, um, change their mindset and things of that nature. Um, I got here through my first business called Sire, which really just started because I wanted to help my community receive the greatness that we deserve. <laughs> and I felt like in the world, we weren't giving our proper due, our proper recognition. Um, there's just a lot of negative stereotypes that come with being of, of, of beautiful melanin complexion. And so it's just my heart's desire to make sure that 
we really rise up to the resilience that we have, that our ancestors left us, to, with the legacy that has been passed down to us. And so I do that through helping people create strategies that they can use to get where they want to go. That is so amazing. I love what you said about um, really helping people, right? Not only just plan, but also strategize with that. Tell me a little bit about how you got started with your first business. It's a call sire. And, um, you know, I know you did some crowdfunding and did some great things. Can you share with the audience a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, Cosire was my very first business. It was a play on the words culture and desire because I felt like our culture, who we are um, ancestrally, those desires that our forefathers had in our community, that they haven't changed. Respect, equality, family, education, knowledge, that stuff has not changed today, right? So we still want those things. And a lot of times they're still being denied to us. Um, when I started Cosire, it was during the Obama era and there was just a lot of racial tension and so i wanted to create a platform where we could be positively represented um where i can speak some positive empowering um commentary into the conversation and show us in that light right because we weren't seeing it on, on the television screen and we weren't getting it externally and so that's literally how i created Cosire. um i left my first job with fifty thousand dollars that i had saved well that's not true 401k kind of saved it, but I left, I cashed out with 401k. I left my job. Um, I thought, plan, I thought I had planned that $50,000 out good for a year and I was broken six months. I didn't have a strategy. I just had a plan. Um, and then I had to do a crowdfunding campaign. Like you said, I was able to raise $10,000 in 30 days and literally launch the business. Um, that first year of Colsire taught me so much. I had to learn marketing. I had to learn branding. I had to learn how to create websites. I lost over $15,000. Um, but once we got up and running within seven months, we were in um, 217 countries and territories. We had over 3 million page views from 1 million people. Um, we have over 70,000 people that follow us. Like once it was up and running, it just took off. And that's kind of how I got into coaching and mentoring and things of that nature. And so I love that. I love that story of how you share how so many times in business, people think they see your success today, Renee, and they don't understand that it's success that has been in the making. See, when I say been in the making, what that means is that you were not an overnight success. You have been putting in the work and that's what people didn't see and sometimes don't realize that the way you see people today is because they have gone through some struggles. They've gone through some upsets. They've had obstacles, but they persevered to get to where they are today. And I'm glad that you shared, you know, I made money. I lost money. I made mistakes. I, I tweaked some things. I made it right. Uh, and those are the lessons I think people will be able to take away from you to know that, you know, she's someone who's been there and done that. And I can truly learn from her. And so what is it that your business is today? Tell us a little bit about Upscale Noir. Ooh, I love talking about Upscale Noir. 
So from Colsire, I went to um, the mogul. I started doing mogulvation and I really was pushing people to be a mogul. And God had to get with me and be like, I told you to do that. That's you. You're my mogul in training. Don't push that on other people. And so I had to take a step back and really get with my spirit. What am I supposed to be doing? Like, how am I really supposed to be helping people? And it's really just to level up, right? everybody's goal in life and their level that they want to achieve is different. Everybody doesn't want to be Oprah. Some people just want to go from living in an apartment to being in a house. Some people just want to make sure that their kids go to college. Some people just want to make sure that they move out of a certain environment. I want to get a better job. I want to start a business. I want to write a book. Everybody's level is different. When you hear that phrase, there's levels to this. That's so true. Right? So, when I, when I went up, I was, I was up in Sedona in December and I was like, God, like, just help me figure out how you want me to use my talent and my skill. And it was really to, to level up. And I was like, that's so cliche. So I was like, how about upscale? Cause we get upscale. I want to, I want to travel upscale. I want to live upscale. I want to, I want to upscale house. I want to upscale car. We understand what the, what scaling up looks like. And so um, upscale noir is really, I wanted to do um, urban upscale, but somebody already took that. So, <laughs> that's dope, urban upscale. And so I went with upscale noir, which, which, and noir means black. So upscale black is basically what the company is called. And I use it to help, um, to focus on helping my community level up, whether that's in their life, um, and, and by life, I mean, it could be business, it could be credit, it could be house, it could be travel, it could be, you know, any type of a area where you feel like I want more, there's more for in life and I want it. Or it could be in your business where you're saying, you know what, I'm not making the money that I want to make, or I don't feel like my business is put together properly. Um, it, it doesn't matter. There is another level. And what I do from a strategy standpoint is I help people to go and look at that level and create an actual executable strategy that can get them from where they are to where they want to be. And that's what we do at Upscale Noir. I love it. You know, I love that, which is uh, around, you know, a program I have going on right now called Level Up. And that's why you and I are so aligned and we're so connected because we truly, truly do want the best for others. Um, hey, Elena Thornton. Hey, Carmel Hood. Hey, Tina. Look, uh, hey, Carmen Ray. People are chiming in. I uh, love, love, love that. Thank you guys for watching. And, and if you're watching, listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Um, I have today with me my very special guest, uh, Lene Javette, who is the owner of Upscale Noir. And she is helping uh, people really level up and scale up not only in their life, but in their business. Lene. Talk, talk to me a little bit and share with the audience a little bit around what are some of the things that you've learned uh, that has truly helped you be able to upscale? What are those things, maybe one or two lessons that have helped you that you know that if people truly implemented these same steps, it would be helpful for them? This is gonna. I hope this doesn't sound cliche, but I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna tell you for me, and somebody else can decide if they want to apply it. So for me, it is asking for help. If you don't have the answer, don't struggle through it. Somebody has the answer. 
Um, so don't let your ego get in the way because a lot of times when we, you know, we heard we do something well or we have a passion or there's something that we want to do and that's our baby. We, you know, we love our baby. Like you better not say nothing bad about our baby or try to tell us how to raise our baby. So, <laughs> so not asking for help is it, it, it will hurt you. You will suffer longer by not asking for help. That's part one. Part so, so the first thing is ask for help. Ask for help. The okay. second thing is take it. <laughs> the second part is take it. So I would at, when, once I actually started asking for help, somebody would tell me, for example, when I wanted to do my first website and it was $8,500. And I was like, that's a good deal. And my mentor was like, no, it's not. Why would you pay $8,500 for a website? And I'm like, because I want it to be you know, brand new. I don't want it to be like anybody's ever seen. And I want it to have the whistles and bells. And he was like, but you're a brand new business. Why do you need all that? I was like, because that's what I need. And that's what I want. I paid $8,500. Nobody saw that website. I paid $2,500 after that. Nobody saw that website either. I paid $65, did it myself. And that's the website that I launched and did great with. Had I listened, when my mentor told me, I would have been $10,000 richer. So one is ask for help. Two is listen. If you're going to actually go out and ask somebody and seek advice and seek help, trust the person that you ask, provided that you, know, you trust them and utilize that information. That's why there's coaches out here. That's why there's mentors. If you have somebody in your family or somebody that you know that does good business, lean on them. We don't do enough of asking. And I don't know what that is uh, where we feel like, again, it's our baby. Nobody wants you to tell them how to raise their child or if their child is ugly or not organized well or put together well. But if you if you seek advice from somebody reputable and they give you good information and you apply it and it works, your business will get up running quicker, faster and more profitably if that's a word, um, quicker, sooner, faster. So ask for help and use it. Yep. I love that. Ask for help and actually take people's advice and help that they're giving you and put it to good use. Um, those are great lessons, Lene, that you've learned that you can share with others and that we should all definitely be listening and implementing those things. So Lene, what is it that you think um, that keep people stuck? What is it that keep people stuck from doing the thing they really want to do or not really achieving at the level that they really want to be at? So what is that one thing you found throughout your experience and expertise and what keeps us stuck? It's a it's a twofer, but it's the same thing. So the easy answer is fear. Yep. But it's not fear for what you someone may think. I believe it's fear of not having a, a strategy. It's not fear of the unknown. It's not fear of I'm going to be successful. It's not fear I'm going to fail. It's I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. What is the first step? Who am I supposed to talk to? How do I get it into the world? It's, it's fear of not having a strategy, which is why I love what I do. Because we, we are surrounded by people who are literally being downloaded with the passion or a purpose or an idea from God every single day, every day, maybe two and three times a day. And we think it's not for us. We think it's for somebody else because we don't, I don't have the resources. I don't have the tools. I don't know how to do that. I didn't get that education. We'll talk ourselves out of it based on the stuff that we don't 
know how to do. Um, but if you, if, if someone were to say, this is what I want you to do. This is the first step. These are the actions. This is the second step. These are the actions. This is where you have to go. This is who you have to talk to. This is how it's going to come together. This is the date I want you to do it by. And when you finish, this is what you're going to have. And this is how you, you work with it. I think people would be more, oh, that's, that's what I got. That's it. That's what I got to do. We make our dreams sometimes bigger than life. And then we don't take the time to go in and find out what will it really take to execute this? What, what, what are the real steps to do this? And so instead of doing that, we'll just say, I don't want to do it or I can't do it or it's not for me. I tell people all the time and I, and I use this analogy all the time. We don't know what we don't know until we know what we do know. Right. And so if somebody asks me, can you build a house? I don't know. I've never tried to build a house, but if I wanted to, I bet you I could. <laughs> I can do anything that I set my mind to do and I want to do. There's things I don't want to do. But if I wanted to do it, all I got to do is go and look. How do, you, how do you build a house? Let me see. Give me, give me some wood. And give me a little cup. And then go build a house. It's the same with anything you want in life. If you want to go to school, if you want to start a business, you want to get a better job, you want to fix your credit, you want to buy a house. You just got to go and take the time to create a strategy, figure out what the steps are, and then do it. And it's easy. I know. I know. It's, you're like, that sounds so easy. It kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love, love, love exactly what you just said, that what holds people back definitely is the fear. And the work that we're going to do is really helping people, right, release some of the fear by what you do is helping them create the strategy to take a little bit of the fear out so that they can move into action. And that's why I, I love you so much and what you do and why I had you uh, speak at the Empowering Women Success Conference in March. I was so blessed to have you as one of our powerful performance speakers. And I was just in awe of what you shared that really helped motivate and inspire the women in that room and men, by the way, uh, in that room, really be in a position to know that more was possible for them. And you were able to help create strategies for people to help them get just that. So I am so grateful, so appreciative of you. Um, and just by, I think you coming to that event and speaking and speaking life into so many people and you had an opportunity to experience uh, all the work that sisterhood is doing with the women and in the young girls and in the community uh recently i must share this recently i i got a a, a text from you saying hey uh this organization's looking for uh nonprofits who are doing great work with women, girls, the community. And I, I thought of you, I submitted you and recently, and, and she submitted a lot of people just so you know. So I just don't want it to be like, she's favorite pack yellow, <laughs> even though she's my favorite too. <laughs> but, but, but we, I'm going to talk about the power of sisterhood too, right? I wasn't even in the room when that conversation was held. But here's what I know. When women really do support other women, it's not a competition. It's not a comparison. It's not a covetness. Mm -hmm. See, when you operate 
in a space of not having to compare yourself with somebody. You don't covet information. You don't compete with somebody, so you covet. See, when you covet, that means you're in competition that somebody else is going to get something that you think you deserve, right? Mm -hmm. And you were in a position to open doors for sisterhood where you um, reached out to uh, Tito's and submitted our information. I don't even know what happened. I'm going to let her tell you what happened. But what I know happened was I got an email from Tito saying, congratulations. Yes. We'd love to sponsor you. Uh, your organization is doing some great work. And we heard about you through Lene. So Lene, talk to me. Tell, tell them, how did that happen? Oh, my God. You know what? I'm, I'm going to just do a quick sidestep on the importance of networking properly. When you talk about sisterhood, it should really be a, it's your network. It's your network of women, of sisters that you can turn to, that push business your way, that push grants your way, sponsorships your way, that can talk about your business intelligently and articulate, hey, this is a dope business or this is a dope sister that you should do business with that you should know about. And so um, that's literally what happened to me, okay? Somebody introduced me to someone that person brought me onto their platform. So, so I met Stephanie Vasquez that does uh, Arizona Trade Cafe, downtown Phoenix. She's a beautiful Hispanic business owner. And um, she asked me to come and do a, a panel for her nonprofit called AIA, which is uh, Excellent Latina, I'm gonna mess it up, but it's for Latina women, right? Oh, and okay. so- you know, I got my little melanin skin and a little chocolate skin on, the, on there. And I was nervous. I wasn't sure. I'm like, oh, my God, I've never done this before. Um, but literally did it and was so amazed and impressed. Had one of the best times of my life. And met um, another uh, a Latina business coach that just that I literally have just fell in love with and talked to on a regular basis. And then one of their sponsors was Tito's. And so after that event, you know, the world took a left turn and um, a lot of corporations were reaching out, trying to do their part to assist inequality and just things that are happening in the world. And they reached out to me because they saw me on that panel. And they said, hey, you know what? Um, we really enjoy what you're doing and, and you know what you're doing in the community and through your business. Do you know any nonprofits that do similar work? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. Um, and so, off of the top of my head, I just was like, who do I know that has a nonprofit that does good work? Who like th that I know that does good work. And um, of course, Pat was at the top of that list. And so I submitted to them 10 businesses. I sent them 10 businesses and they picked three. They picked three of the 10 businesses that I sent and your business was one of them. And so I'm super, super happy to have been able to champion for your organization because you do such good work. I remember wow. before you launched, Sisterhood Extravaganza, when you were just talking about it. I remember going to your very first event in Scottsdale. Um, I still have pictures from that event. Like I, I've seen your whole journey. And so I'm just super proud of you and, and just it's well-deserved and your organization deserves that and so much more. Oh my God, Lene, you actually did an interview with me. Remember in Scottsdale at that event, like you interviewed me, I remembered. Oh my gosh, you just took me back five years. 
<laughs> look how this is full circle. Yeah. Oh God, you guys. So I was just honored, blown away. And I'm so appreciative that you thought of us, that you thought of literally the work that we do surrounding helping women grow personally, professionally, and our youth mentoring program that really gives girls self-esteem, confidence, and leadership skills. And I am just indebted to you because one of the things we talk about as women, too, that you just brought up were our connections and our ability to collaborate with one another mm -hmm. and not compete. And that is what I am so passionate about, which is why you're one of my really close sister friends. I call her up for business advice, right? I mean, we're gonna do something together here uh, soon. We've been talking about that, um, but I love when powerful women can get together and Lene brings something amazing to the table. I bring something amazing mm -hmm table and when you get two amazing people together listen fireworks are about to happen we become unstoppable when we really can um want the best for ourselves and then want the best for others it's some it's magic that starts to happen and i really would love to see more women do that so, so I'm passionate about opening up this platform, about really shining the light on women, I think that are out there doing great things and you are one of those people. I just want you to know my heart is there, whatever I can do to help support you, um, I'm all for it because you truly are a woman who is on the rise. You're, you are celebrity superstar status, you need to know this. And you are out making a difference. I see it the difference you're making in your life. I see it in your family. I see it in your business. And I wanted to bring you on so other people could get to see how amazing you were and hear it on this podcast today about a woman who's in the spotlight doing great things, not only for herself, she gets it. I got to do it for me and then I can do it for others. That's how we get to teach what we know. And Lene Javette is one of those women you guys better watch who is doing what she knows and helping other people along the way. So Lynette, Lene, I know you wrote this amazing book. Tell me a little bit about the book and what is it that you wanted readers to gain from this book? So the name of the book and show the picture girl if you have it. Yes. <laughs> you know, I matched my book today. Oh, it's beautiful. It's called Stripping to the Core. It's called A, a Forward Look Back. Um, 11 Lessons to Help You Move Forward Through Your Past. And so it's really about, me and you've had this talk before, I used to have a fear of success, right? Um, and it was because of some things that I've done in my past. I was worried about tripping over those things, mindsets, actions, things I'm embarrassed by or ashamed of. And so there were just these strongholds that had me or were holding me hostage from being who I know I'm supposed to be, from leading how I'm supposed to lead, from stepping out in faith with as much confidence and passion as I'm supposed to. So I was I was doing just enough, you know, just enough to be, I did it. I, I have a business, just enough to say I did it as opposed to stepping out 
strongly and boldly to do what I'm supposed to do. And so um, I took, went through the book. I went through my whole life and I pulled out 11 pivotal points, 11 pivotal life lessons um, that I use as examples to help myself move forward, but also others. Um, some of them are around business. Some of them are around life. Some of them are around mindset. Um, but I wrote it in a way that it could be for men or women. I've gotten such good feedback from men that I read this book. And so I'm super happy about that. Um, but it's really just a, an opportunity for anybody who's like, I'm ready to get on with the get on. Like I'm ready to live life uh, extravagantly. Um, and I'm ready to, 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 to move forward. And so that's really what the book is about. It's, it's about getting free and, and stepping out in, in, in your purpose and in your passion and doing it authentically and without fear. Wow. I love that. So tell me two of the 11 lessons that people will need to, to know. So I'm going to, so one, some of the, one of the titles, I love my titles. I'm really happy with the titles. So one of the ones is stop cheating with your past. You can't commit to your future if your past is your side chick. Ooh. So that's for those people who are like trying to go forward, but you keep looking back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm gonna do this, but then immediately you be like, well, you cheat, you cheat with your past. Like, stop cheating with your past. Don't look back. Move forward. Break up with the past, right? And I know it's kind of it's it's easier said than done, but if you get the book and you read it, you'll I'll I'll tell you how I did it. Um the other one is another one is, oh God, they're so good. Um, this one is you can I'm looking at it for myself. Is you can run fast, but you can't run far enough. Ooh. And that is really around. I use a Forrest Gump analogy. I am only here where I'm at right now because I was running from my past. Like I'm about to be a doctor next year. I'm going to be Dr. Lene Javette next year because I was running from something that I did when I was 20. Like you can run far, but you can't run fast enough. I had the dream of becoming a doctor at 12. I gave up on it when I flunked out of ninth grade. And when I started stripping at 19, I just knew it was over. I'm about to be 45, not this year, I'm only 43 right now, I'll be 44 this year, but next year <laughs> I'll be 45 and I'll be a doctor and I will fulfill the, what God gave me at 12. Not in the manner with which I thought it was going to be. It wasn't a straight road, but it still manifested itself. So you can run fast, but you can't outrun your your destiny, your pet and your pet purpose. It's still gonna prevail. So I'll just leave you with those two. And the last is your qualification is not man-made. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't let anything that has happened in your life make you feel like you have disqualified yourself because you are called and you are qualified. Yes, I love that. Listen, you guys better get this book, Stripping to the Core. Um, her website is scrolling across the screen right now, www.lenejavette.com. You got to get this sister's book. You got to connect with her. I'm telling you, if you're ready for upscaling in any area of your life or business, you need to connect with my sister, Lene Javette, at lenejavette.com. And you can follow her on all of her social media platforms. Where can they find you, Lene, on social media? I am everywhere. So Facebook, Instagram. Please go love your sister on Instagram. I'm working on it. Um, you can 
YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, at I am Laneige Vet. Hey, Mozzie, I see you, love. She said, I love the book. Yes. Um, yeah. Yay. You can look up my name um, or at I am Laneige Vet. I love that. Love it. Love it. Hey, Tia. Hey, Angela. Hey, Carmel. Yes. Listen, this has been another phenomenal, phenomenal podcast broadcast of Sisterhood Spotlight with my one and only amazing guest, Lene Javet. Lene, any parting words for the Sisterhood audience before we leave? Yes, just, you know what, for the audience, I just want to say, man, love on, pray for, push towards Pat Gillum. She is amazing. I don't know how long you have known her, but I've known her since before Sisterhood Extravaganza, and she pours into this organization. She pours into the, her 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 uh, support team. She pours into the women in in the, her community. Like love on her. A lot of times when we're in leadership roles, people look to us to be the strength, but we need prayers too. You know what I'm saying? Like I like. Uh, peer to peer is one thing, right? I can call Pat and be like, girl, let me tell you what's going on. Because she gets it. She understands it because she's my peer. And sometimes we can't do that with the people that we support. So just love on your leader. Love on Pat. Pray for her. Pray over her. And I'm just so, 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 so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. And thank you for having me today. You know what? I'm, I'm going to have to call this show Sisterhood Love. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lene. I'm so grateful to you. I really, really am. And I have to say this because so many women are listening. So many women are watching. Ladies, true, authentic friendships are real. Uh, when people really do want the best for you, uh, speak highly of you. I love the work that Lene is doing. Anything I do, I'm always trying to bring her in. She's super crazy, busy, productive, just so you all know. So to get her to sit down in front of me for 30 minutes is truly an honor because I know she, she is working on so many great things, not only, like I said, in her clients' lives, but also in the community. So, uh, Lene, continue to do the great work you're doing. We love you here at Sisterhood, uh, and we support you, and we know we're going to be praying for you and your success also. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for coming on today. And ladies, have an amazing rest of your day and a few of the good men that are watching and listening too. Hey, Moni, for jumping on. Hey, Elena Thornton. Yes, love you guys all. See you tomorrow. No, see you Saturday. I was going to say tomorrow. See you Saturday. Remember, Sisterhood Spotlight is every Wednesday and every Saturday. I'm going to be highlighting women who deserve the spotlight, who are doing some great things in the community. And thank you to my special guest today, Lene Javette. Thank you so much. You guys have an amazing day. Mwah. Love you. Bye. Bye.